What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. My name's Faith, and I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm so excited to have you here with me today. For those of you who don't know, this is a bi-weekly-ish podcast where we talk about all things faith, family, music, movies, and just about everything in between. It means the absolute world to me that you would choose to spend any of your time here with me, so thank you so, so much. I truly do appreciate it. This week on the podcast, I don't have a guest, but I'm trying to do something a little bit different. A few days ago, I opened up my Instagram to a question, and I just said, ask me anything. And I put one of those little questions that you can do on Instagram for your followers to just ask you questions. And I got some fun questions back from some of my friends, and I thought that I would take a little time and do kind of a more in-depth ask me anything type of deal than what you would normally get to hear just on Instagram. So that's what this episode's going to be about. I kind of broke down the questions that I got into kind of more faith-based questions and then more about me, faith questions. And um, yeah, I had a lot of fun getting all of the questions and putting them all together. So this episode, you're just going to hear me answer some of the questions that some of my friends asked me. So I hope that you enjoy. All right. So the first questions that I'm going to answer a little bit are kind of more on the God-centered side of things or faith-based questions. And the first one is, what's my favorite characteristic of God? And my recent answer to this is probably his faithfulness. But my favorite one right now is the joy that comes from a relationship with him. I don't know if that's really a characteristic, but it's my favorite thing about my relationship with the Lord is that the more I choose to shift and grow my perspective on life and on things is the joy that comes from that. This year, my word most of you know, was joy or is joy. It's still May. So the year's still young, but the word that I felt in my spirit for 2019 was joy. And I was just talking to a friend about how it's amazing what making a conscious effort to choose joy. It's hard sometimes because sometimes you just want to complain and you want to be negative. And if we're being totally honest and candid here, I'm not great at it all the time. I'm still working on it daily. But being able to say that the joy of the Lord is truly my strength is just about one of the best things because not only is God faithful, but he is joy and he is peace. And all of those things come together and make just an amazing I don't know. We'll call it a pie. It's like a pie. You put the pecans, you put the syrup, you put the crust, you put it all together and it makes this amazing, yummy, delicious dessert. Well, having a joy and a peace in God and knowing that no matter what, he's going to be there for you is like a delicious pecan pie. Can I get an amen, somebody? Those are just kind of my favorite things about God is that while we might be struggling, he's never struggling. So he's going to be on cloud nine, as silly as that might sound to talk about God that way, but he's going to be there as your cheerleader a hundred percent of the time. And he's going to be the joy that you need when you might not be joyful. I love that. 
And that goes really well into the next question that I got, which was, how do I know God's real? And it's that in my life in the past almost six months, I have seen God move and grow in me a new and fresh perspective on life and on joy and on my role as a Christian woman in my church and in my circles as a co-worker to people, as a friend to others, as a mentor to young women, God has been working in me in a way that I've never experienced before. And it might not seem like anything to anyone else, but you guys, in my heart, I know that God is real because he has changed my heart. He's given me fresh eyes on things that I never would have seen the way that I see them now. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone, but that's how I feel. That's how I know that God is real in my life is that I've seen him change my life. I've seen him change my friends' lives, lives of people around me. And if those people didn't love Jesus or if I didn't love Jesus, our lives would be totally different. And that to me is the way that I can see tangible evidence of God being so real, so faithful, so full of joy in my life. And honestly, it's just an honor to be able to just be along for the ride, to be honest. Um, To use a phrase my mom and dad used to say to us all the time. Um, I never thought about it in God speak before, but we really are just along for the ride. And God can use you in some amazing ways if you just let him. And that is a cool thing to me. So that's, in a nutshell, my favorite characteristics and ways that I know God's real in my life um, is because of the heart change that comes with a relationship with him. Okay, so now we're going to talk about some of the questions that are about me. Um, There are some that are more on the fun side, some that are just super random, some that are more serious, and then just some that are kind of interesting. So the first one that I'll answer is, what is my ethnicity? I am 50% white, 50% black. I'm a mixed kid, and I love it. I love my skin color because even in the winter, I look like I sort of have a tan, and I love my curly hair. It's taken me a long time to embrace it, but I really do love it. Um, I have a bad haircut right now. It's not bad, but it's not great, you know? So I'm in that phase where... I need a new haircut, but I don't want to spend money on a new haircut. So we're just kind of living with it right now. But that's me. I'm mixed. Um, The next question. What is my biggest fear? This is tough for me. Um, But I think that my biggest fear is not being good enough for people or that People are going to judge me just because of who I am um, and not take the time to get to know me. This is a really tough one um, because it's very vulnerable. And it's not a fear of mine. I just struggle with being vulnerable out loud. And that's something this podcast has been teaching me (laughs) is that I struggle with that. Um, So 
I think, yeah, I think my biggest fear is that people, that I'm going to let people down by just being myself. So this will play well into our next question, which is why can't you say no more? Thank you. I won't call you out for asking this question. Know that I love you and I appreciate you entering my poll about questions. But why can't I say no more? This is something I'm working on, as you all know. Um, But I think that the reason I have trouble saying no is because I feel like I'm going to miss out on something or that people are going to be upset at me if I don't do everything. Um, but I'm realizing that that's not true. So this is a, a question that I can answer because I've, I'm walking through it, but also that is becoming less and less of an issue for me. I say less and less because I'm still not quite there where I should be. I still say yes to a lot of things, but I'm growing constantly. So why can't I say no more? Because I probably it's probably boils down to FOMO, the fear of missing out. It's a big one. But also that people are going to get upset at me. And that's something I don't like. Next question. Who are my biggest inspirations or who do I admire most? That was two separate questions. I'm going to combine them because my answer is the same for both. My biggest inspirations in my life are my parents. Always has been. They're my biggest role models. I love them to the ends of the earth and back a lot of times. And they know that. Um, But the reason why they're my biggest inspirations is because of what they did for me and my siblings um, in adopting us. I think that that is a pretty evident thing as to why someone would be a big inspiration in your life um, when they basically saved your life. Um, But also, they run a very successful business and they are the strongest people that I know. And not only do they inspire me to be better every single day, I also admire the strength and the tenacity and the the drive that both my parents have for life, for their relationships, for their love of the Lord, um, for their business, for everything that they do in their lives. They're such incredible people and they really are inspiring to me and I love them so, so much and I hope that I can be half the people that they are. Because they're really awesome. Next question. Do I want kids? Or what are my thoughts on kids? So kids are great. Um, I always used to say that I am not good with kids. But one day I'll talk about some of the stuff that... um, I learned about myself on my Costa Rica mission trip. And one of those things was that I actually am okay with kids. And the kids were my favorite part of my mission trip time in Costa Rica. Um, Do I want kids? Yes, I do. Right now? No way. 
<laughs> um, I do eventually want kids. What that looks like for me, I don't know. I think that'll depend on who I end up marrying and what our lives look like when we get married. Um, but obviously as a child of adoption, I have a strong passion for it. So if that were something that I felt called to with my future husband, I would be a hundred percent on board with God's call to me in that. Um, because I think it takes a special person and it takes a special couple to do something like that. And so for me, I have always said to people who tell me they want to adopt that it's a special call on your life. It's not something that just sounds good or looks good, but it's something that you really have to be called to and God has to place it within you and deep in your heart. So we'll see what happens for me. Um, I would love to have kids one day. I've always said I want two kids, but who knows what will happen. Next question. What is your best quality. I think my best quality is that I am loyal. I love my friends. I hold my relationships with my friends very close to my heart and they're dear to me. Um, I'm passionate about the people in my life and I try to be as intentional about checking in on people as I can be. Uh, my best friend lives, both of my best friends live far distances from me and we're in constant communication and that is something that's so important to me and I think that that's one of my best qualities is that I hold my friendships very close to me. Next question. What's your biggest pet peeve? Mm, smacking? Is that lame to say? Um, but also being disrespectful. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I haven't struggled with respect issues as a teenager and as a young adult um, towards my parents, despite loving them. I was a teenager and a angsty young adult, and I struggled with that. But now that I'm grown, I want to be treated with respect and so how can I expect to be treated that way if I don't respect others? So people who are disrespectful to authority, to adults, to their peers, makes me really upset. I don't like when people aren't nice to each other. Um, so that's probably my biggest pet peeve. And then also smacking or like slurping sounds gross me out. And I hate it when people do that just to annoy me. Okay, so some fun questions for you now. Um, I want to answer a couple of them and then go back to my favorite one. Um, what does water taste like? I don't know what water tastes like, but I love water. I specifically love reverse osmosis filtered water that is ice cold. We had an RO filter in our house growing up, and I love that water. I wish that I had that everywhere. So I just have a Brita filter now that I drink out of. Of course, I can drink regular water or like bottled water, but I love filtered water. I don't know what it tastes like. It kind of has a sweeter taste, which is weird, but it tastes like nothing, but it's so refreshing and delicious. So another random question. What does it mean to be basic? Dude, I don't know. 
I wish I knew the answer to that. But I feel like Urban Dictionary, if I looked it up, would be like a girl who drinks pumpkin spice lattes and wears Ugg boots with Nike shorts. That's what it always meant to us growing up. So don't be offended if you do either of those things. I'm just telling you what I feel like I've read on the internet. So I don't know. Final question. If you could go on a shopping spree at any store, money was no object, what store would that be? You guys, the first answer that comes to my mind is a store that I shop at regularly. And it's a discount store, but that's fine. It's Nordstrom Rack. Okay, I love Nordstrom Rack. I go there all the time. My mom and I go to that store all the time together. Um, They have great discounts, great clothes. I just like the way it feels to see a clearance tag on a piece of clothing that I want to buy and feel okay about buying it because it's only $8. Okay? So, if I could shop at any store for the rest of my life, it would be Nordstrom Rack. And if money was no object and I was going on a massive shopping spree, it would be Nordstrom Rack, closely followed by Target. That one, for sure, money would need to be no object. Because I would buy everything in Target every time I go, if I could. I really hope you guys enjoyed this Q&A. Um, it was a little weird for me if we're being honest, to open up about some of the things that I talked about. But I had a blast answering your questions, and I want to try and do some more of these. So if you think of questions after listening to this episode, shoot me a message or an email, hostedenjoythesass.com. You can find me on Instagram and DM me there, Enjoy the Sass. Really appreciate you listening to this episode of the podcast and for contributing questions. Stay tuned for the next one. And be on the lookout for episode 13 with Alyssa because I had a really great conversation with her and I think you guys are really going to love it. So like and subscribe to the podcast, follow me on social media, and we'll catch you on the next one.